This podcast is brought to you by sarahraven.com, which is home to everything you need for a truly beautiful and productive garden. You'll also find great and essential gardening kit and stylish, lovely things to have in your house to bring the outside indoors, all inspired by the garden and the house being tied together. There's also plenty of garden inspiration, how-to videos and specialist growing guides. So head over to sarahraven.com today to discover even more. Welcome to Grow, Cook, Eat, Arrange Kitchen Garden mini-series with me, Sarah Raven. And this is episode two. And in episode two, I thought, because I'm really aiming this mini-series at people who perhaps aren't growing veg, really at sort of beginners, and I want to galvanise us all to grow veg, even if you've only got a window box or some pots on your doorstep, because, well, I, I just feel there's almost nothing more rewarding I mean, I adore growing cut flowers and that's my kind of real heart territory in terms of gardening. But you can't eat flowers. Well, of course, you can eat a few flowers. But of course, if you can eat things like herbs, they just make your life better on so many levels. Your cooking is tastier. Your garden looks better. Your quality of life is just generally improved. So that's why I'm a, I'm a great kitchen garden, veg growing enthusiast. So in this second episode, I just want to explain how to really simplify down the plant world. I just need to explain a few bits of terminology, which I know sounds boring, but actually it's really, really important. And the first is what is an annual? Because I I don't know, probably 80% of what we grow edible wise here is annual. And annuals are things that form roots, leaves, and then die within one season. But they actually divide into two groups. There are hardy annuals. Those are things that you could sow now, August, September, you can sow them, and they will survive the wet and the frost of the autumn and the winter and the early spring. So that's a hardy annual. And a classic example of that is chard. And I'll come back to chard. And the second lot of plants that are really important in the veg garden are the half-hardy annuals. And half-hardy annuals cannot take the winter wet and cold. They hail from places like South Africa, South America, California. And if they get frosted, they die. And so you sow those in the spring to plant out in April or May, once your frosts are over, they will crop through the summer. And then as it gets cold and gray and wet, they stop producing and quite a lot of them die. Now, a classic example of that is a tomato. So that is a really fundamental thing to understand, that there are a group of plants that really like it, cold, wet and gray, and actually struggle or what's called bolt, which is when they run up to flower to make seed and i.e. their babies. And those are the hardy annuals. And a classic example of that, which will bolt, is salad rocket. And it's from the highlands, I think in Japan or China. And as soon as it hits a hot, dry week in March or April, it runs up to flower, sets seed, and it dies. So that is a classic hardy annual. Whereas 
as I've already explained, with a tomato or basil, which is half hardy, if it gets a sniff of a cold night, basil goes black and it gives up the ghost and it dies. Now, why is that important as a beginner to understand? I'll come back to, but just the next group of plants that you need to know what group they're in are biennials. Now, biennials, a classic example is a carrot, but the thing about eating veg is you're not growing it for its flowers, you're growing it, in the case of carrot, for its roots, of course. So you actually treat it like a hardy annual because you don't want the flower. So you can actually almost forget biennials in the kitchen garden department. They're not relevant. And actually, parsley is a biennial. But again, you're not growing it for its flowers, you're growing it for its leaves. So just treat it like a hardy annual. The next group of plants that are important are the perennials. And perennials divide into things that come up in the spring and die back down in the autumn. And that's what's called a herbaceous perennial. And a classic example of that is asparagus. So up it comes with its spears and then its ferns. And then in the autumn, the ferns go, first of all, sort of yellowy color. Then they sometimes get a touch of red. And then they you cut them back or you they die back and they go dormant through the winter. So that's a herbaceous perennial, classic. Or you have an evergreen perennial. And for instance, that's where you then stray into shrubs. But I mean, for instance, thyme is in fact an evergreen perennial, so it will be above ground, but pretty much dormant through the winter months, whereas sage and rosemary are actually subshrubs or evergreens. And so that's where you're straying from perennials into shrubs. So just so we're clear, There's annuals that divide between hardy and half-hardy. There are biennials, but forget about them in the kitchen garden department. There are perennials, both herbaceous and evergreen, and then there are shrubs. Now, why is that so important to understand? Well, because you really want to grow, obviously, the right group of plants at the right time of year. And so I divide when I'm teaching beginners all my produce really clearly into things that you want to sow between about now, i.e. August and September, until April. So let's just say the AAs, so August till April, and those are the hardy annuals or the evergreen perennials. And the things that you want to grow between April and August, so again, the AAs, but actually it's really May and the end of August or even into September, but it's easier to remember AA. And so those you're growing between April and August, and those are the half-hardy annuals. So the classic example, I mean, I literally sat down last night and wrote my top six things to grow between August and April. And I'm going to talk more about these through the rest of the mini-series. But flat-leaf parsley, rosemary, lettuce, Merve de Cat Saison or the Marvel of Four Seasons, Salad Rocket, which I've already mentioned, Kale and Chard. So those are my six must-haves between August and April. And if you're starting out, those are the plants I really passionately recommend you start with. They're easy to grow. They are highly productive. They will give you tons of delicious things to eat. They're invaluable in the kitchen and you can't always buy good varieties. So those are the things for me are my real heart plants between August and April. And then between April and August, again, six things. Courgettes and probably my favorite variety is Romanesco. You can't plant those out until the frosts are over, but you can sow them in April. Cucumber, 
And I would go for one of the mini ones like La Diva, which give you a cucumber the size of a sort of Havana cigar. They're really tasty. They're really sweet. They're really crunchy. I would then go for a French bean, probably Blue Lake Climbing. I would possibly go for a runner bean, although I don't like them as much as French beans because they get stringier more quickly. I would go for the tomato, which you can plant outside, called Sungold. And I would go definitely to go with it a basil and without doubt the loveliest basil to have with tomatoes and to make pesto with is sweet Genovese. You don't need to, if you're listening to this in the car or on your run or on a walk, you don't need to stop and write these down because all of these lists will be in the podcast notes, which you find on our website. So six things from August to April, flat leaf parsley, rosemary, lettuce, merveille du cat saison, salad rocket, kale and chard, six things to grow and sow from April to August, courgette romanesco, cucumber la diva, French bream, blue lake climbing, a runner bean, perhaps pole star, tomato, sun gold and basil sweet genovese. That is where to start. So listen to episode one, listen to episode two and don't get going with ordering any seed or doing anything until you've digested both of those. But I will now move on to episode three, which are my favorite herbs, which is definitely where I recommend anyone starts with growing their own delicious edible crops. So see you in episode three. You can find more information, photos and advice sheets on all the plants and recipes we talk about on this podcast by heading to the show notes or at sarahraven.com forward slash podcast.